0: Richie here with uh, your daily takeaway. Food chat uh, to start things off. Don't know whether yes, anyone please. would ever uh, order this as a takeaway. Um, Rocco loves his peanut butter. So I was doing toast and peanut butter for him uh, at lunch today. Um, he's getting a bit fussy about it. He said, can I have some grated cheese? And I went, yeah, okay. So I went and grated a little bit of cheese next to it. I just, I just, I was just looking for the path of least resistance. Yep. I just wanted peace and quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He then picked up the grated cheese and put it on the toast. I was like, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa! Oh, and he went, I no, know. I want it on my toast. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right, I'm, I'm just going to stand back here and try this. It'll be revolting. Didn't leave a single crust. Peanut butter and cheese. That is the palate of the four-year-old. So what, is it any melted cheese? It's not melted cheese, no, straight-up cheese on it's the top? bog-standard, pilgrim's choice, grated. Ooh,
1: I could I see it working. I could see it working. It Jeez wasn't goes something so I wanted to try. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I know that a lot of people do combine peanut butter with, with unusual things. You might be listening to this now and you've got an unusual combination. Do step forth and tell us about it. Hometime at uk. And here's the thing.
0: You are going to hear some further peanut butter chat in this show. Mm, <laughs>
1: hashtag peanuts.
0: <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Richard Daily Takeaway. Oh, there's nothing worse in life than a wild goose chase. I've been on one today. You seem quite,
1: not stressed, but, like, slightly harried today. i tell you why. Despite the Hawaiian shirt. i
0: tell you why. That's because this wild goose chase starts off with a broken coffee machine. So I'm, I'm Sol's Caffeine at the moment.
1: Hey, well, cos you, you were only talking the other day about how much you love that coffee yeah, machine. Yeah, no, I know, I What's know. wrong with it? Me grinder's broken. Adam was saying this is gone as well. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even like coffee. Different consequences. Different consequences. So
0: anyway, um... I was all ready to take this to the old uh, reuse centre and uh, then Natalie finds some Instagram account of some, some fella that will fix
1: them. Oh, so you were going to bin the, the entire coffee machine like done and dusted? It's served us well. It's made so many coffees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: kind of thought, oh, time's passed. This is a shame. What a bad time to lose it right now. She's like, no, 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 this, this this fella could fix it. There's, there's, there's about three drop-off points across the county uh, and then he'll fix it. And it's good to support local trade. And I absolutely agree with that. So, so I was like, all right,
1: fine. So this guy, you can drop it off at... Th- three kind of mystery locations in the old... Three
0: mystery locations across Hertfordshire and I selected the closest one, which was half an hour's drive away. Oh, okay. So, in goes the toddler in the back of the car with his um, little tablet and annoying Paw Patrol game playing at loud volume in the back. (laughs) I then wrestle the coffee machine into the footwell of the front of the car, all sealed up so it doesn't leak coffee grinds and bits of water all over the car, and off we drive. Half hour down the dual carriageway to a farm shop that, that was one of the collection points so weird it's almost like a like some kind of deal yeah a I Drug know. deal even weirder when you get there and it's shut on Wednesdays oh so and, you've, he, and you've lifted the coffee machine out of the car and uh, like frog marched his four year old. Don't cross yet. We've got to wait for cars. Yeah. danny has got
1: the coffee machine. But, oh, and the, the way that that guy covers his tracks, I guess, is that it's at three locations. You don't know which location he's going to be at. Because <laughs> so, if this was like his house, you could tap on the window of the farm and go, mate, I know you don't do Wednesdays, but I'll <laughs> just leave it on the step. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that covered. Coffee machine, back
0: in footwell. Four year old, oh. back in car, back up to your carriageway. Still no coffee, still frazzled, despite Hawaiian shirt. Oh. Oh. I hate a wild goose chase. It's Wednesdays, isn't it? If you've been on a wild goose chase, I am ready to hear and go with sympathy today. It, it might not necessarily be an actual journey somewhere. Our producer, Adem, was talking to us earlier. He's been searching for about three weeks now for uh, a certain film. Yes. Uh, d- <laughs> <Stop> it. <laughs> that doesn't exist on a certain region's DVD. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I won't say what it is because it might spoil a birthday surprise, but, you know, it, it, it could be a metaphoric. You might. I not have left a room, but on a wild goose chase. Jason says here, my sense of direction is terrible. I've lived in Middlesbrough all 53 years of my life. Never left the town, still get lost all the time.
1: It doesn't mean it can happen to anyone. Yeah. But I mean, I, I would say if you want to meet the biggest idiots in the United Kingdom, get yourself on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> There's the idiots there just waiting to hang out with you, meet them and stuff like that. Worst people in the world on Facebook Marketplace. I went, was it two or three weeks ago? And this, is, this isn't this is the first time this has happened. You might have a similar situation, but I was going to get a doll's house for Thea because she saw one at her friend's house and thought, I want one of them. Thought, I'll see if there's any bargains. Uh, and texted the woman on Facebook Marketplace, yeah, brilliant, see you there, two o'clock. Yeah. Drove ages out to Rayleigh, which yeah. is not an easy journey from Leon C. It's a bit of a pain with traffic and that. And the woman wasn't even there. <laughs> Sat outside for ages, like a drug deal gone wrong. (laughs) Didn't turn up. Never replied to any of my messages or anything. Idiot.
0: Archetypal wild goose chase. Tell us about the ones you've been on. You might be in the middle of one right now. Uh, Sue tweets to say my office mates told me about a peanut butter flavoured crumpet. I spent a foolish amount of time in pursuit of these tasty items. Ventured to a different store each journey home. Until a few weeks later, I was told there is no such product. Gutted. I'm going to defend Sue. I think... I would have fallen for that because that is a great idea. Why is there not a peanut butter flavoured crumb?
1: sounds like something that, that would be out there. Right, But she's been on the other uh, receiving end of like Skyhooks.
0: Exactly, that's true, yeah. It's modern
1: Skyhooks for you. Chris says, my wild goose chase was on holiday in the town of Bali in Crete. I spent an entire day looking for a bar that looked great online. But the locals hadn't heard of it. One guy <laughs> even offered to drive us around to find it. It turns out it was in Bali, Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a hell of a wild goose chase.
0: Uh, Toby's hanging on. Tell us about uh, the chase you've been on. Oh, I've got a huge- Huge um,
1: branded bean to cup uh, coffee machine that had broken, couldn't find anywhere to repair it. Had to drive 35 miles to the town to allegedly repair it. Had to carry it down this high street in this town we didn't know. Got to the shop,
0: broke and even recognised the make of the machine, had no idea what it was. So then had to
1: carry it all the way back down the high street, put it back into the car, and then take it 35 miles home. We ended up sending it to Basing Soap to the factory to get it fixed there at a cost of 150 quid instead. Oh! (laughs) The weird thing is, right, it's a very disposable society we live in, so a lot of the times if something breaks down a bit, you're not going to bother fixing that. you just think, get rid of it, let's get a new one. Uh, And you guys are trying to do the right thing. Yeah. But it's quite a pain, though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You both have experienced very big frustrations with trying to, you know, save the environment a little bit and not just chuck it out. Yeah, but it was also a a 1,500-pound coffee machine, so it's not one you could really throw away. Little (laughs) little boasts there. <laughs> coffee machine? How much is yours, Richie? <laughs> well, it's cheaper than Toby's, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Toby's winning coffee top trumps at the moment. If, you, if you've got a more expensive <laughs> coffee machine than Toby here, <laughs> let's have this out, 8 12, 15. Great text, this.
0: A few years ago, I was staying at Butlins with a few mates. One morning, I went on a shop run and asked anyone if they wanted anything, to which one of my mates said he wanted some Mr Fizz, uh, which was a drink, apparently, that I'd never heard of. Uh, but he described it, and uh, off I went. I searched the supermarket, I searched the local store, I searched the off-licence, even went to WH Smith's, every newsagents. When I got back, minus the Mr Fizz, my mate replied, no, I didn't think you would find it. I had a dream that it was a drink. Who needs enemies when you've got friends like that?
1: <laughs> quite agree. I'm quite obsessed with Mr Fizz, though. I can imagine him as a kind of character. <laughs> yeah. Quite <an> effervescent. <laughs> chap. Uh, speaking of wild goose chases, we, meant we had Sue texting us earlier on, didn't didn't we? Remember her with the peanut butter okay. flavoured crumpets, which apparently aren't a thing are a thing. She went on a wild goose chase about it. I said it's the modern day equivalent of sending the apprentice for skyhooks, and we've been uh, inundated with people informing me that apparently in the airline industry skyhooks are a thing. Chris says, I work in the aircraft industry, and skyhooks are a real thing. they used to hang fighting controls on the aircraft. Are, are you sure they're not trying to hoodwink us and keep that going? Oh yeah, maybe he's just doing it and it's all happening all over again yeah. he will be telling me it's bubbles for a spirit level and a sachet next <laughs> uh, Liz you're on a wild goose chase right now
0: yeah the last few days
1: what have you been doing
0: uh, well my 10 year old likes to play Pokemon Go and he's just got his first mobile phone right so we've been roaming the streets for him to try and catch Pokemon okay um, but Either the rare ones have fled when we get to the designated spots, or he runs out of pokeballs. So then he's very upset and very disappointed in me that he's not catching the Pokemon.
1: So this this is this is a distilled, crystallised version of what what happens at the tail end of the school holidays when you're just running out of puff a little bit. It's the final <laughs> knock <Totally>. of that. <laughs>
0: totally, yeah. And when he says he's run out of pokeballs, um, as someone who's not quite got into it, really, does, does that mean you've not put enough like credit on it? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you can collect Pokeballs when you're doing different aspects of the game, but he, wow. he only has a few, and then he uses them really quickly.
1: Brilliant. So what's, what's his best one? Do you know anything about Pokemon? What's his best Pokemon he's got?
0: I have no clue. I, he's, he really, really likes um, Pikachu. She, that, that's his favourite. He, he has a lot of toys and things that are all Pikachu. Um, he really likes Eevee as well. Do you know what? Like, next next week, nursery's back, school's back, all that kind of thing. You and I have got a lot more time on our hands yeah. I, I wonder whether there's an upper age limit for Pokemon Go, because I
1: reckon I could really get into it. I can imagine you hanging oh, around it. well, it's <laughs> it it. It as well. Well, listen, Richie's free next week. I don't know <laughs> what his dad's <laughs> availability is like. <laughs> I've noticed you don't want to join in. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Here's a Wednesday night question for you. Here's a Wednesday night question. Do you have weird, inexplicable nicknames for things, right? I was chatting to my brother on the phone the other night, and it turns out that we still to this day use this nickname. Uh, we've always called our housekeepers. Richards. As in Richard Keys, the sports broadcaster. So I'll say to him, because we used to live together back in the day in Bristol, me and my brother. Alright, have you got don't forget your Richards. Have you got like the Richards? It. Like Is it. you getting in the car? Have you got your Richards? Oh no, I'll nip back in and get them. Uh, and I thought we could do this for this hour on the show. Just a little uh, amnesty. If you, in your house, or your group of friends, or you in your family, have got an unusual nickname for something, tell us about it. The one that comes straight
0: to mind, straight to mind for our house, is I Will Put Out The, uh, the Nickies, the Nicky Binage.
1: Nicky Binage. <laughs> I'm sure she'd be over the moon. <laughs> yeah, where have you put it, ours, in the Nicky Binage. It's good, it makes, makes the, the humdrum of daily life more <laughs> exciting, <laughs> though, doesn't it? Uh, Chris oh. says, our work lot say Western Super, when you've had a mare. Like that. Uh, Tom says, uh, "I call my trainers Claire's, as in Claire Rayners." <laughs> <Trainers. laughs> That's good. That's good. So look, don't miss out on an opportunity to get on the radio here. If you've got a weird nickname for something, tell us about it. Some of them, some of them coming into the show, are making sense. Others, I, I've, I'm, ba- I'm baffled by. To be honest with you, Paul says we call our error Patrick, as in Patrick the. Patrick the, the era. Yeah, I thought it was some kind of royalty from medieval times. <laughs> now it, now it, the penny it drops. But Billy, then we see if we work this one out. Billy says we have a refrigerator at work called Harry Potter. That makes no sense. Doesn't make any sense, does it?
0: Unless it's got a scratch on the forehead of the fridge or something. <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't have thought that. It's good. <laughs> uh, Mark says, now this one doesn't have any rhyming. I love this because it's keeping a little family ripple going. Mark says, when my younger brother was very little, he couldn't say the word glasses. Right. As in spectacles. Uh, all he could manage was gwak. Uh, so nearly, <laughs> nearly 40 years later, my entire family still refer to them as gwak, uh, along with sung gwacks. Oh, Sorry. my God, so you go to a restaurant,
1: phone back later on, so let have left me guax yeah. on table 15. Chris Boddington's tweet saying, in our house, we call garlic bread Barry Garlo, which doesn't make any sense, but for some reason it works. Uh, another one that's come through that is keeping a little uh, family mistake
0: going from Cole says, uh, first time in Orlando when our daughter was seven, she kept calling the bagels at the breakfast canteen Banglets. It's <laughs> a better
1: name. Still call them that right now. I love that. Couple of banglets, please. Cream cheese and some salmon. <laughs> uh, Ollie says laptop is my Killian Munlappy. Like it. Jog is a Kenny going for a jog. Kenny logins. See what he's done there. Have jogging. A, yeah, yeah. These I work. Like, yeah. uh, we have got Simon online right now. Simon, you have got some nicknames for us? Go. Uh, well, we've got uh, Gary Neville level. Okay. And is this in a particular industry, or uh, that you yeah, use Gary in bil- Neville in the building in the building trade? And then we've got Dennis Law for the saw, <laughs> and then. The water spray bottle that we use for plaster, and we call him Norris McSquirty. Oh, record no. breaks in the seventies. See, we've had a load of texts people who, also in the building industry, use Gary Neville as level. I, and it, I'm, I think Gary Neville is on Twitter a lot, isn't he? He'd, he'd be over the moon to know that he's I part he'd of love to know the well, language. He's he, more famous for levels than he is his football. Yeah. Yes.
0: Amazing. <laughs> I'd be a bit hacked off if I was Phil, though. That's why's, a good point. Yeah. Why has Gary got the uh,
1: spirit level stuff and not Phil? That's a very, very good point. Easier to say, than Gary Neville. What, Phil Neville?
0: You got the Phil Neville? You got the Gary Neville? I, I didn't struggle with Gary either, Neville. really.
1: Rolls off, rolls off your tongue. <laughs> uh, someone's just texted in now. Uh, and they say, uh, there was a boy in there just saying about Phil Neville for Level. Well, I'm a joiner in Scotland, and we've been known to call the bead the Lou Reed. And that's from Big Tam. <laughs> He's driving home. So it seems like the building industry does have a lot of these kind of nicknames. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, he may or may
0: not be in the uh, building industry, but he's waiting. What's uh, what's yours, Cameron? I uh, call uh, a bench. A bench in garden, our Dame Judy bench.
1: Dame Judy bench. So is it one particular bench in your actual garden, you, you call this? Yeah, yeah. So um, what would the language be? I'm just going to go and sit on me on me Judy. Dame Judy. <laughs> Dame Judy. <laughs> oh,
0: just... Have a can of fodder, not Dame Judy Dench.
1: (laughs) That's actually Daisy Cameron. I don't know Dame Judy, but that feels wrong. I don't think she'd be all right with that, Cameron. You sitting on her and having a can of lager. Love it.
0: All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, fair enough. Next time she's in promoting a film, we'll ask her. Cameron in Doncaster <laughs> sits on you for a Foster's.
1: <laughs> Love it. And there's some great stuff coming in. Listen to this one, right? Bush and Richie, my daughter used to call a certain fast food place Hop Donald's. And we still call it that to this day. That's so weird because uh, my eldest daughter and my middle daughter both call it Ock Donald's. <laughs> yes, yeah, same here. Anyone else's kid call it Ock Donald's? Yeah.
0: It's just a thing. Uh, as a result, we go for an Ockers. They, I know, because just great. Got to keep it going. Absolutely love that. Love this text. We give the credit card a name. What a great way to make debt seem a little bit nicer. Oh. Uh, then when you're skint and you need to whip out the credit card, says this text, we say, it's OK,
1: Arthur will pay. Arthur sounds like a lovely guy. Really <laughs> lovely. kind of, gen- lovely eyes. Yes. Really generous Deep eyes. pockets, Arthur. Uh, Stu's on the line. Stu, what have you got a nickname for? Um, it's my garlic crusher. I call it Wesley. Wesley Crusher. <laughs> hey. Will Wheaton's character in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Do you ever watch Star Trek: Next Generation? Uh, Will Wheaton's character, Wesley Crusher, sci-fi that passed me by. So he's missed out on that. So give us an example then of how you would use that in the house, the phrase.
0: Um,
1: I would say, let's well, him on roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he riding this guy? What are you on? You're like a massive. It's on the back of a bee. <laughs> I'm, I'm baking a spag bowl, I'll just go and grab the wesley. There
0: you go, go and grab the wesley. Um, f- for people like me who haven't watched Star Wash... Star Wash? <laughs> that's not what it was called, so was sounds it? Sounds good though, I like to watch that. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a, a Channel 4 a show. It's a sci-fi with really dirty <laughs> planes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a new show, someone should make that. Could you not have a garlic crusher called the Steve Francis? Uh, that-
1: that must be a grape crusher. You it, but no-one crushes grapes, do they? That's a good point, that's oh. a good point. Oh, I could crush a clove. Wine makers do. No, we can't, we can't. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> we, we do need to. We do need to come back to Starwash. I think that. I think Stu agrees. That is a fantastic accidental <laughs> name for a, 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 a TV show. Yeah, based in a car wash for
0: spaceships. He's running that B again. Isn't He's he? back on the
1: B. <laughs> uh, we're going to leave that there, Stu.
0: Okay. That's not a B. <laughs> What's he doing? Just you.
1: Bye-bye. Al says, when gardening, I need to and I need to chop branches. I mutter to myself, "It's time for the Jennifer Loppers Stroke Lopez." That's brilliant. It's a stretch, <laughs> but it works.
0: <laughs> I like that one. Uh,
1: and then, uh, obviously, he was saying earlier on, we don't know whether Gary Neville, uh, the footballer, is aware that his name is standard use, an actual term in the building industry for level. Gary, ne- uh, Gary Neville. Chris says it must be a Gary thing, as Gary Ablett was a popular nick- nickname in nightclubs. In the 90s. I don't think we're oh, going to go into that. Oh, no. <laughs> and that. to clean
0: things up, uh, Lynn says our washing machine is called Credence Clearwater
1: uh, Revival. What do you mean? Uh, How does that work?
0: Credence Clearwater Revival. Credence the washing machine. Right, but the... Clearwater
1: Revival. What, because of the water in the washing machine? No, because of the band. Credence Clearwater Revival. It's, but the Clearwater bit is the is the the water in the washing machine, is it? Yeah, because you wouldn't wash clothes with dirty water. I I think in many ways that one's lost on me somewhat. (laughs) This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Very quickly, we just need to talk about uh, a thing I'm going to call PP. Okay, it's nothing to do with, like, PPI or anything like that. It, It stands for either parental prerogative or parental privilege and this will resonate with any uh, other parents listening to the show uh, during this, this is the deepest darkest school holiday bit we're at at the moment isn't it? everyone's just starting to fall apart a little bit uh, and there's one thing that i've been doing mainly because my parents used to do it to me when i was a kid but i felt like i had to do it because it's my it's my prerogative it's my <laughs> pp do you know what I mean as a parent uh, and I bought my middle daughter, Thea, a cupcake from um, Wilmer's, which is our favorite little bakery in Leon uh, gets you off the high street, nice and calm, a little uh, respite from the madness of the day-to-day world and have a little coffee and a cake there. And I said I needed to test it for her <laughs> and then took, because I could, an absolutely outrageous mouthful, which she was just horrified at. And I thought, my God, my mum used to, I don't know, I I didn't even think about it, I just did it. My mum used to do that all the time, so did my dad. So, like, when when they try your ice cream or or your treat or your cake, (laughs) it's parental uh, prerogative, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? 100% um, I don't know what uh, young
0: Thea's fiscal arrangements are, but unless she's got uh, a very healthy ISA, I'm imagining uh, that you bought that cake out of your own money. Uh, You bought it, you've got
1: every right to have whatever you want of it. That's a good point, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've chipped in for it. Well, I bought the whole damn thing, so <laughs> it is my right. But I don't know what it is, it's so strange. It was almost like a trigger thing in that, um, you know, I remember my parents like, do you remember like when you had like an ice lolly when you were a kid and, and your, and your mum said, oh, can I, let's just try that for you. And they pretend they're testing it to, for your own safety. And I remember being outraged by like, the, the, the biting noise of my mum taking almost a third of my ice lolly off me. And now I'm doing it to my own kids. I used to hate uh, the
0: ice creams exactly the same. They always used to do that. That's the one I hated. And I find that I still do it now. If it's like one of those little Mr Whippy things in a cone and I see that dripping, <laughs> then I go in there and so say, let Daddy just clean that up for you. Might not be particularly hygienic, but I enjoy it.
1: Imagine me doing that to you now on a road trip. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> you were World War III. Uh, the road trip wouldn't last very long i promise you you're right if you do this to your kids and you, your parents did it to you uh, get in touch now you can tweet us at absolute radio uh,
0: nicola could potentially add in a third p for you here uh, she says just tell them you're checking that it's not poisonous so that could be uh, parents <laughs> protecting against
1: poison things you do for your children we deserve a medal PPP. Uh, Matt Jameson says uh, it's one of the few things we have left, which is a good point. Jimmy goes one stage further. I don't know how your kids would take this, but he eats the flake out of the ninety-nine. The man's an animal.
0: (laughs) That's not fair.
1: That's that's wrong. I
0: got Wednesday night in a hotel tonight, Bush, because I am very excited about what I'm up to tomorrow. Uh, It's no secret that I love my trains. Uh huh. Unashamedly share that. Yes. Uh, And as you know, uh, when I get spare time, and that is increasingly rare. When I get spare time, I love spending a bit of time on my, my train simulator on the Xbox. Do you know what? I've had
1: Train Simulator. you played it before. It's good. It's very relaxing, isn't
0: it? Train Sim World 2. That's my little one at the moment. Well, big news in the Train Sim World. Train Sim World 3 out on September 6th. Pre-order now. Get involved. Uh, and I am heading down tomorrow to a
1: launch event, and I actually get to actually drive a train. Wow, so it's a simulator game, but you're going to be driving a train in real life. Uh, for those who uh, know about trains, what model train are you going to be driving? Class 142 Pacer. Mm. <laughs> Sounds, like <you> <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a one. Well, Sounds like a... Are there going to be paying customers on this, or are you just going to be driving no, no, around no. on your own?
0: No, no, no. So uh, we're filming, like, a little video for, for like, Trains in World 3, for when it comes out for the launch day. Wow. Wow. So I'm getting to drive like an actual proper train for like the video of the law. So would your
1: face be on the front of the box for Xbox, a little bit like Beckham for <laughs> FIFA '98? That'd be so good, wouldn't it? <laughs> they could have a different train nerd on the front every year. Oi, like, who's it going to be? Oi, oi, sorry, wait I, with for the... a second. I heard. I thought you heard the words. <laughs> you used the word
0: nerd rather than enthusiast.
1: I mean, I mean it with all love. Do Thank you know what I mean? All love. Course. But they could have a different enthusiast Thank on you. every year.
0: Yes, you could do. You could. I'd love the idea. I don't know whether it's too late uh, for the people. Trains in World Three to to have my face on that. I think they go with trains rather than faces of
1: uh,
0: a famous <laughs> enthusiasts. enthusiasts.
1: Well, I tell you what, make sure tomorrow we can get the full uh, lowdown on how it went. Oh yeah, can't wait. Honestly, so excited. And by then we will have had your face superimposed <laughs> via our social media team onto uh, a, a video game case. So there's a lot of stuff to look forward to on tomorrow's show. Me on the front of
0: a Class One Four Two Pacer.
1: Four. Uh, so we were saying earlier on about uh, feeling bad because uh, IKEA Tottenham's closed. And so that's 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 one uh, black armband on one arm. The other black armband, uh, in terms of a, a slight hint of sadness during today's show, is that Wednesday uh, has added resonance for the both of us now because Wednesday would have been the day that we were watching Better Call Saul, but it's finished now and there won't be any more. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: it's, it's, it's a gap, isn't it?
1: It is a gap. And you always look forward to you know watching that show. And, and I would always know that my Wednesday trip home, I could always download it on Netflix and watch it on the train back but that's not going to happen anymore. we just got to deal with it and move on. It's really hard. It's really hard. I, I, I mean,
0: Better Call Saul was already a spin-off of... Uh, Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. So it's not as if like you've got this the Game of Thrones thing at the moment where you've got House of the Dragon which is amazing. Yeah, You can't really have a spin-off of a spin-off of a spin-off. It's that like
1: Russian dolls. W- wouldn't rule anything out. It's so popular though you never know. In the meantime though uh, uh, one thing that's a lovely message that's come in from one of our listeners is going to give us a little taste of Better Call Saul which is great and almost going to bring a tear to our eye. Uh, thank you to Annette Mims who is a listener from Las Vegas in America uh, listens to the show from there which is great. Her lad William is a uh, budding... Guitarist, Mm -hmm. and he also loves Better Call Saul. And what he's done, because he knows that we love the the program so much, he's recorded uh, him playing the intro to Better Call Saul on his guitar in his bedroom. Let's hear it. Here he goes. Take it away, William. What about that? That's brilliant. A bit of nostalgia for two two old, better call all lovey-doveys. Love it. Well done. Uh, and if you want to send us anything, we love hearing from you. You can get in touch uh, at hometime at on the emails. The Daily Takeaway.
0: Daily Takeaway. Thank you very much, uh, then, for uh, sticking it through to the end. Uh, El Tachio is here. That's not um, a name that's going to stick.
1: Yes, <laughs> it is. It's the Moustache has come along. Our producer, Idem is growing a moustache. Uh, we're in day two, day three, and it's looking it's looking pretty strong, isn't it? He does it? look Latino, doesn't he? He really do look like someone, as I said earlier on, who would give you a mission, <laughs> a side mission, in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. El Tachio. He's <laughs> got um, a big white T-shirt on and a St Christopher gold chain as well and a, and a baseball cap backwards. Uh, and peanut butter news. Well, I've been Googling... Peanut butter and cheese sandwiches, and there is a lot of recipes on Google. Girl Heart Food, five stars, and that's got that's from ten reviews. Wow. Uh, The Today Show, three point nine stars. That's from twenty eight reviews. There's a lot. Has it got a name? Has it got like a people call it? It She says peanut butter and cheddar grilled cheese recipe. Wow. Oh,
0: now when you melt it.
1: That's what I'm thinking. It's definitely American. Grilled PBJ, which I think is peanut butter and jelly. That's what I was going to say. Mm. The most famous famous of all the peanut butter combinations is peanut butter and jam. The Americans always go on about it. Have you ever tried that? No. I I, I like the idea of it, but I've never tried it. I'm too scared.
0: Yeah, I'm pouring scorn on Rocco with his grated cheese and peanut butter this morning, but I think I'd rather try savoury and savoury than
1: savoury and sweet. The Americans can't be wrong, though. There's got to be something in it with all them lot over there loving it.
0: They're never wrong, are they?
1: Never wrong about anything. You know who you are.